Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Cards issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Rock M Reacts, live from Nashville, Tennessee, following the victory over Vanderbilt. Um, it was up and down game in a lot of ways. Missouri kind of had it in control for, for the most part, but you saw some miscues, especially on defense that we'll get into. We'll first start with the positives. Uh, obviously, Brady Cook with another phenomenal game. Uh, first Missouri quarterback since Chase Daniel to have three straight 300-yard passing games. Five yards away from 400 yards, very close to getting it. We were, we were really hoping he would uh, towards the end there. Um, but just Brady Cook and the offensive play calling today, phenomenal. He's perfectly placing the ball to burden on a couple fade routes, corner routes, the Oise as well. Um, it just seems like the chemistry is at such a high level right now between him and the receivers. Just what are you seeing between Cook and the receivers and also just what Kirby's drawing up for them? Yeah, just having a healthy quarterback and a good offensive play caller, that goes a long way for an offense. And yeah, I think it's just Cook is just in a level of comfort that, uh, you know, he's probably – never has been in since he's been at Mizzou and him having some great receivers out there as well. Um, we'll get into that a little bit, but that's really contributing 
into a successful offensive output. And yeah, he's putting together one of the most efficient seasons we've probably seen since Chase Daniel by the time it's all said and done statistically. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm sure he's probably not going to break Daniel's 2008, 2007 passing yards mark, but he might, he might get there. We don't know yet, but it's shaping up to be one of those all-time seasons by um, this Mizzou quarterback, and it, it's extra special because he's mm -hmm. he grew up uh, Mizzou fan his whole life, and you know, having the receivers that he has and the offensive play callers has it's really set him up for success and we saw that here tonight against Vanderbilt mm -hmm. so very yeah. very good positive I would say yeah it does and I, I touched on this a little last week but uh, Brady does seem to be at the point in his career where everything's coming together the speed of the game has slowed down he's got the offense nose like the back of his hand his offensive line's at a stable point his wide his weapons are great um, it, it's just a case of everything really coming together for a guy, you know, who's been through so many up and downs in his career. Um, you know, I almost liken this, if I'm going to throw a comparison out there, Kenny Pickett over his four years went through so many ups and downs. They wanted him benched multiple times. His senior year, he goes out, plays phenomenal, gets drafted. Maybe we see a similar thing from Brady. Not going to throw too much out there, but he's on the right track right now. Um, I was interested to see that we saw some design runs for him today because he clearly was not 100% running the ball, I would say. But didn't really matter because everything was perfectly thrown. You saw Kirby get a lot of one, great one-on-one -on -one matchups for Burden and Weiss, just fade routes, corner routes. It's just there's very few DBs. I would You could argue even in the SEC that are going to be able to match up with them one-on-one -on -one consistently, um, especially in 50-50 balls. So I think Kirby's going to keep attacking that um, for those two and Brady. But, yeah, I mean, just can't say enough about how impressive. I mean, it seems like we've said the same thing for now three or four weeks with Brady is that, oh, another 300-yard game. Wow, he's looked so, so improved. This is just kind of the reality, and Mizzou fans probably need to accept that, you know. I mean, and knock on what he doesn't go out and throw for 103 picks against LSU, but I frankly cannot see that happening at this point. So, again, I think this offense is only going to get better as well. As Marquise Johnson, you saw, got even more involved today. He's continuing to kind of step up and get more into the game. Uh, Mookie had another solid day as well. So, really like what we're seeing from them. That kind of leads us into that wide receiver core. You obviously saw what you had from Burden. This was also, it was Mizzou's first time since... Was it 2018? Yeah, with, with two receivers, uh, with thousand, with 100 yards in the same game. Theo with Luther Burden today. Um, Theo Weiss really, or at first everybody thought, you know, oh, just a big body red zone target today. You saw him get a lot of yak, um, you know, really on some deep throws as well. So it, it's interesting to see, you know, what where do you kind of assess the depth of this wide receiver room? Because we've seen Burden, Theo, and kind of Marquise emerge as those top three really mm -hmm. so far. Mookie has a solid fourth. Makai's battled through some injuries, and he's still been targeted some, but hasn't seen the field as much, especially not tonight. Kind of how do you evaluate that, that depth it, right now? It really, now that I think about it, it's probably one of the deepest core, receiving cores we've probably seen. I don't want to put it on that level of that 2013 mm -hmm. receiving core, or not, nowhere near the level of those late 2000s receiving cores, but it's a pretty good one. And talk about Theo Weiss, he probably had his best game of his collegiate career because I believe his best one was against Texas Tech yeah. about a year or two ago but in that game I believe he may have had like three receptions that okay but he had 10 tonight mm -hmm. and he made some beautiful third down receptions he had one here on the first drive where back shoulder throw and then of course the touchdown and he caught the previous two receptions then got hurt mm -hmm. then came back in and it was like inevitable yeah. he got that ball in third and goal um, back in for the touchdown so I think he's asserted himself as the number two receiver but then there's guys not far behind him because, you know, Marquise Johnson is a true freshman. He opens up the um, offense so much. And I remember a play, it, was, it wasn't it was similar to the one that Burton did against Memphis last week, but I remember seeing the defenders, they were all catering to Marquise Johnson because they didn't want to get beat deep. And I believe it was Weeks who came on underneath, or maybe it was a tight end, but ended up getting a good 
gain over there, then they let Marquise Johnson go for a touchdown. Mm-hmm. So he's really stepped up. Uh, Mookie Cooper, he's also he's he's having a better year so far yeah. as we've seen. So it's a really deep receiver core that um, goes into a successful offense. So it's it's very comforting if you're a Mizzou fan to know that you got four or five deep mm-hmm. um, at that position. And I think those those top three really, you look at how well they complement each other. It's 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 Luther is your X factor. He's your guy. You know he can change a game at the drop of a hat. He's versatile. He can do pretty much pretty much whatever you need to do. Theo's your big body. You're gonna post him up. Uh, corner routes, post routes, you know, if his body's in front of a defender, coach's on it to him. We saw it multiple times in clutch scenarios on third downs. Literally, a Theo Weiss comeback route, Brady's always yeah. looking for him when he's rolling out just because if he's in front of the defender, he's going to be able to catch it. And then you throw in Marquise, who can just stretch the field vertically mm-hmm. like that. You've got three very different players that defense set fair for coming in every week. Mookie's also different in his own right. It's very difficult because there's not many teams in the country that can throw it, it, two, even three DBs out in the field mm-hmm. that are going to be able to cover those types of guys. So I, I do think that that's going to be great moving forward. Um, as long as the, the unit stays healthy, I think it is going to be one of the better receiving cores. They're pretty healthy right now. Yeah. Burton looked great out there. You know, he was questionable coming in this yeah. week. After his thing, it last seems week. like they were all relatively healthy. Tight end room was healthy, too. We saw Norfleet. Yeah, Jordan Harris. Got yeah, some Jordan Harris yeah. all out there. So, mm-hmm. And running backs, when they can, you know, Nate Pete had a drop touchdown. Yeah, Unfortunately, but you know those two running backs, they both went over sixty yards today. Good mm-hmm. games from them outside of you know just a couple things, but very good offensive core that they have right now. And then, yeah, and there might be some complaints about the lack of production from the running game, and mm-hmm. I just I do think you're seeing this team's identity begin to come full focus. You know, it's it's this is going to be a pass for his offense yeah. this year. When you've got a quarterback that's as hot as this, and you've got the weapons on the outside, and you've got an offensive line that's probably a little bit better at pass protection than they are at run blocking. I would say, yeah, you're going to see a Brady Cook throwing it 41 mm-hmm. times today. The team ran it 33 or uh, 34 times today. Yeah. So you're looking at probably that ratio for the rest of the season. That's probably what's going to win you games, especially in bigger games. Um, you're going to have to air it out mm-hmm. more. And I just the running game's not going to be there against some big opponents. So I do think it, it's going to be it's going to be supplementary. But yes, each of them going over 60, you'll take that every yeah, single week. Yeah, it's really. It's the it's the popular term. It's you throw the score, run and win. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's how it is, and that's exactly what they did today. They, that ground game got going towards the end of the game, but it, it was a pass first. Like Cook almost going for four hundred yards, thirty three completions. That reminds you kind of like the Chase Daniel type. Yeah, game. And very true. Yeah, so very very successful. Yeah. Part, so. Um, but on the flip side of the ball, there there were some concerns on defense. Well, we'll start out. Um, Darius Robinson obviously didn't play today. Had the the calf strain that's been nagging him throughout this season. Uh, it gave out on him last week against Memphis. I forget if he came back in after that first quarter, but I don't think he played a whole lot regardless. I think he, he may have been out the rest of the game. Yeah, I think he was he out the rest of the game. It, it seemed like they were leaning towards during the week, arresting him for the Vandy game to prepare him for LSU. They did that. Obviously, Darius didn't even travel with the team. During said post game that Friday, he just didn't feel like he was going to be able to add what he needed to to the team. Mm-hmm. Um, so you saw an opportunity for guys like Niles Gaddy, uh, you know, Joe Moore, Johnny Walker, obviously, to step up. Um, Eight QB hurries today, which which was a really solid number. You only saw one sack, but again, Northwestern transfer Austin Firestone getting that was a really great sign to, for at least the depth of the room on a fourth down to kind of ice the game uh, in the end. So that was really great to see. Johnny Walker still getting a ton of pressures um, today as well. So if Darius, if this doesn't nag him throughout the season, what is your confidence level for this defensive end room going forward? Ooh, I mean... I'm not getting into next week yet, but you know, LSU's a much better team. So, but they were getting they were getting pressure on Ken Seals today. Mm-hmm. They just weren't getting home. Yeah, which they were they they were making Seals have to make some tough throws and 
you know, making them scramble a little bit, which which is what you want in the defensive line. You want your D-line to be able to generate pressure, which is what they did. And like you said, Austin Firestone getting that fourth down sack, phenomenal on that play. You want guys to step up within that, you know, that depth. And um, and uh, I think it was Niles Gaddy, he stopped a read option. It was yeah. like on the third or one, two. I think they forced a punt or it was right before that fourth mm-hmm. down. So I feel like the defensive line played. They did what they needed to do today. But... Um, yeah, we would like Darius Robinson back just for yep. this caliber type of play. But I'm not too worried about the defensive unit. They haven't really been all year, even with the injuries, because I feel like Blake Baker's going to have something schemed up. Yeah. And there's enough talent still on that um, defensive unit. Mm-hmm. Chris Abrams drained his third straight interception exactly. three games in a row. I mean, Drink would say that that has to be some type of record of some mm-hmm. sort. But, you know, they, they still play at a good level, and it helped Mizzou get a double-digit lead throughout the game today. So, but defensive line, I feel like they played good. Yeah, I do think, and I, I think with Darius, really, the, and you definitely want his on-field production as well, but I think the biggest thing you miss is his leadership. He's been around this program for so long. He knows the ins and outs. Great he knows Baker's too. defense. Uh, great guy, Gordon. I mean, Gordon, everybody, really. Um, it was weird seeing him not out there on the field for warm-ups today, leading the team like he usually does, um, which was kind of odd to see. But, um, ideally, he's back next week against LSU. No updates on that for sure as of right now. Um, but going ahead, looking kind of past the defensive line, there were were miscues last week against Memphis. The drink was noted on, especially in the man coverage, letting some guys mm-hmm. go. He said they played a lot more zone this week. Still saw a lot of miscues. A couple, A, three penalties on the defense today. You had a roughing passer in the end zone. You had a couple PIs holdings. Then you had a couple of those last two touchdowns, free runners and cover three, as Drinkman said. You just can't allow those guys mm-hmm. to run free up the middle. Uh, Will Shepard was virtually untouched on his touchdown reception some breakdowns there and some penalties there it's it's interesting for a unit that we came into the season thinking wow this unit is perfect we don't have to worry about them at all it's Mm -hmm. the other side of the ball we got to care about the defense has been a little at least in recent weeks a little bit iffier just in terms of some lapses and you know they've they've had dominant periods in games but never i haven't seen a full game this season from them that they have really looked how they did against south carolina or vanderbilt last season just kind of what what's your level of concern with with the defensive miscues are these penalties going to persist and stuff along those lines these brothers are gonna have to tighten up going forward i'll say that for sure i mean there was on the first drive of vanderbilt or second drive i know there was some bad angles um of course yeah you said you saw the penalties i mean they got they got a turnover okay we'll give them that but and also credit to vanderbilt's receiving core it's still a good receiving mm-hmm. core even though people think what they think about vanderbilt but yeah they're gonna have to really tighten up it, it is kind of a little bit worrisome for me especially mm-hmm. since you got to play LSU next week, tough receiving court. I believe after that it's working. Kentucky, they got yeah. they got Devin Leary, that's a veteran quarterback. Yeah, and then you have South Carolina, Tennessee. You know, they, you can't play around with those cats. So mm-hmm. it's it's a little concerning for me going forward personally. Like I would want a more conf, I would feel more confident after one game from the defensive mm-hmm. backfield than what we have seen the past couple of weeks. And injuries have kind of played a role in that too, yeah. especially last week. Mm-hmm. And then this week, you know, you played a good you played some good receivers and they got behind you and burn you. So I think yeah. some of it might be miscommunication stuff also, technique, all of those things need to really be cleaned up for this unit to be a polished, a real polished unit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you saw and you saw some mistakes from Marvin Burks. He he got beaten that that uh wheel scrambled drill wheel route kind mm-hmm. of on that fourth down uh, in the third quarter, which drinks in post game that was freshman of state getting his eyes caught in the backfield. Stuff like that's gonna happen. You're gonna get beat by good receivers. That happens. LSU's gonna roll in here next week, and we'll go ahead and segue to that. We're gonna look ahead to next week. Mm-hmm. LSU's gonna roll in here next week with Malik Nichols and Brian Thomas Jr., who are two probably future NFL wide receivers. 
they're going to be the toughest Mizzou's face yet this season. It's the mashup that KD and Drake Strawfall been looking forward to encircled this whole offseason because NFL scouts are going to be glued on the perimeter pretty much the entirety of that game, I would imagine. You know, the, the, it's it's that dream. The dream 5-0 start is here, though. It's, it, yes. Mizzou's going to be a ranked team going to the LSU game at home, 11 a.m. kick next weekend. Um, just your level of confidence in Mizzou, you know, how they can play against LSU, and then even beyond their level of being able to compete in the SEC East. Now that you got this first win under your belt, how how do you think they stack up with the rest of the SEC? Well, you got to keep having good offense performances like you did, you know, this evening. Um, you got to be able to continue to pass the ball, uh, get it to your receivers, which I feel very confident that they'll continue to do. So I think they do have a step up there, and I feel like the whole offensive unit as a whole is better. But defense, yeah, they're going to have to step up. Yeah, sub Kobe because you got a really good quarterback. You got, like you said, a couple of good receivers coming in. So it could be an offensive shootout. It's just that, you know, who's going to make the mistakes first? Who's going to make the mistakes and kind of go yeah. goal first? And you don't want that to be Mizzou if you're a Mizzou fan, of course. Mm-hmm. So um, it's going forward next week. It's got to have, it has that same kind of feel that the K State game did yeah. a little bit to it. So, but mm-hmm. exciting, very exciting to look forward to. And it's, it's going to be probably the, biggest test that you're probably playing your best quarterback you've seen all year in oh, yeah. for sure so it's gonna be a big week for not only the secondary but the defensive line the linebacking core trying to contain him as well and mm-hmm. i believe i don't know if the game's up right now but lsu they're in a dogfight right yeah. now at ole miss they're in a shootout right good, now pretty good game going on so they could they could have one loss coming into columbia they could have two losses yeah. which i've you can debate all day on if that's better or worse for the zoo is brian kelly going to come in pissed off after mm-hmm. losing another game or are they going to be down who knows at the end of the day as Drinkwitz put it in post game nothing else matters but what this missouri team does and going one to know as coaching cliche as that is it's very true mm-hmm. and it's worked so far through five weeks um i anticipate it to keep on keep on working at least to the extent that they will be competitive throughout the rest of the season. I do, I think the way they stack up in the SEC East right now, you saw Georgia struggle with Auburn again today. That's looking like a, I mean, at least they win a bowl game. I will ne- I'm not gonna go out and pick them to win in Athens, but with the way this offense is playing, mm-hmm. I think Brady Cook can keep them in a lot of games. Uh, and if the defense can fix some of these minor mistakes, this is a very complete team as of right now. So I like what we've got looking forward for the Tigers as we go in. Uh, next week, we'll be back with another Rock and Reacts, uh, back in the, the friendly confines of uh, Furrow Field. Uh, but for Jaden Parker and Rock M, we are signing off. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. 
Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to Rock M Radio, a proud partner of Fans First Sports Network. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to see more just like it being directly into your personal device, just click the subscribe button below. Beep. Uh, and you can find this podcast through the Apple Podcast app or for iPhone or the Google Podcast app for Android or whatever app you use to listen to your podcast. Uh, we are also available on Spotify. Just search for Rock M Radio. Uh, and if you like other sports, Fans First Sports Network uh, is a podcast network that has uh, coverage of all other teams, Major League Baseball, uh, MLS, uh, NFL, whatever you want uh, to listen and and read about it is a great great network full of really fantastic podcasts so look them up and subscribe uh to any and all of those podcasts uh rock m radio will be back with more episodes coming soon thanks thanks